Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Big Brother Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. I'm your live feed obsessed host, Fox Van Allen. And joining me today is my good friend, my untouchable, Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. You're not allowed to tell people that I'm your untouchable. We're going to get a, it. Yeah, it's a, it's a very dangerous thing. It's really only problematic for me, though. It does nothing. It does nothing. It's, it's nothing against your game. Uh, it, it only puts me in jeopardy. Um, boy, we have uh, we we've got a we got a lot to talk about here. Um, this week, we have got to talk about all the explosive fights. Uh, we got to talk about Tyler almost quitting. We've got to talk about uh, whether or not Ian got a towel. Uh, there's so much to talk about, <laughs> and we are going to talk about the new HOH. We're going to spoil that in the spoiler section and explain a scenario where fingers crossed. All three powers get used this week. Hoping it happens. Could be a fantastic week, but we'll see. Um, and we'll talk about that later. Uh, but first, let's talk about this week, Lance, because this is, a, this is a heck of a week. Probably the most emotional week that we've seen in the Big Brother. Oh, easily. Yep. Um, and, uh, I mean, the, the drama really begins, uh, like we were talking about last week. It starts on last Thursday's show, on the, li- uh, on the uh, live HOH competition, where all of a sudden this Slick Six alliance starts shooting at each other. Uh, and it really just exposes this alliance for the fraud that it is. Uh, no one's really interested in sticking together. Um, and it really uh, really kind of blows up uh, Cody's game. It blows up Danny's game here. Um, both of them willing to take that shot, uh, that initial shot at, uh, at Devon uh, and Bailey. And then all of a sudden, uh, all hell breaks loose. What's, what's really funny is that they knew, at least you knew that the fight was coming or some kind of argument or... Davon was at least going to ask why this happened. And Cody's apology and his explanation was just so bad. It was so terrible. It's like, you knew this was coming and you didn't prepare for it. And so that was really the frustrating part. But uh, like we said on the previous episode, I'm really glad that they did this because it, as we saw, we got some drama. We actually got some entertainment this week, which was nice. Yeah, it makes some sense for Danny because Danny's ready to take that shot. She's ready to take that shot right now. But for Cody, it makes no sense. Because Cody's game is all about standing back and letting them go after each other. Uh, and right. he's got enough stuff to worry about. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a wall yeller. He's got a love triangle. There's all sorts of stuff that Cody's got going on. Um, the love also, triangle thing. Yeah. Um, also, um, before we get into the week, just, just want to say um, on uh, Thursday's show, uh, we did get that uh, Cody uh, getting the news that his grandfather died. That was an incredibly raw moment. Um, I, I'm surprised that they showed us like the moment I'm very surprised they showed us yeah Yeah, it honestly like it felt kind of callous like he just finds out through a letter I like it's great that he did find out and didn't have to like go through this game without knowing that but like could have been nice for like some kind of video a phone call like I know that that might hurt the integrity of the game but they're not going to give him anything and it's such a such a moment and everything so that was really it was weird to me yeah. and but uh you know it's it's obviously super sad and you know prayers up to his family were uh thoughts and prayers to them and just super sad and how you can kind of get your head back into the game like he is a guy who's in a pretty good spot has to deal with a lot of drama and then you know has this thing that takes you out of the game it's for him to get his head back into the game is incredible yeah it's i mean it's it's a terrible situation to happen at any time but to have it happen while you're trying to do this big brother competition um and you know kudos to everyone else for uh for supporting him uh in in that moment uh and yeah uh, obviously uh prayers go out to the entire california family going back to the um the hoh comp 
Um, it, it's really, uh, uh, Bailey has a moment here where she uh, confronts Danny about what's going on. Uh, obviously, they thought they were in alliance together. Bailey's gotten information from Tyler in the past that Danny's not really to be trusted. Uh, then all of a sudden, Enzo walks in. Enzo confirms that Danny's messing around. Um, just a whole- Man, a Enzo whole... just walked into the wrong room. Just yeah. wrong room, wrong time. Yeah, or maybe right room at the right time. Uh, I love, I love that. I love that move out of Enzo. He just tells the truth and says, "Like I'm not, get, I'm not getting involved. That's it. That's it." Yeah, like he's like Teflon Enzo. Like he can just, yeah. it just rolls right off him. Like almost anybody else, you get a target at least on your back, or you ruin some kind of friendship or alliance. He's just like, "Hey, I'm just being honest. I don't want to be part of this." Yeah, caused damage there and then walked away from it scot free. Um, didn't did not did not that's get anything. But that's why he's such a good game player. And that is why he's my pick tonight right. again, uh, Enzo. Um, but uh, but the show seems to give us a lot of reasons why Bailey is in trouble this week. Um, and Christmas gives us some reasons too. Um, and really, a lot of the reasons just don't add up. The real reason is that Bailey is not part of the majority alliance that Christmas is a part of, that the, the majority alliance that is winning the competitions. It's so hard to figure out why Christmas is coming after Bailey, aside from the fact that they're just not working together. And for some reason, they need to put some reason on it, and it just falls so flat. Yeah, it's, it's annoying when, like, just say you're going against that person. Say you just want that, per that, that person's the target. But, you know, devil's advocate here, for Bailey to give up that information, even though it's probably well known, that's just a dumb game move. Like it's a oh, really terrible. bad game move for on Bailey's part. And yeah. it's it's what sunk her game last time she played too. She trusts the wrong people and then does take it personally. So like not to get too far ahead, but in that fight when it's about personal information versus game information, I feel like saying someone someone's untouchable is a game thing, even though that is somewhat personal. Like that is a total game thing. Yeah. And it's I mean it's 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 certainly not uh, the first time that the two of them have been paired together, uh, Bailey and da uh, Dale, uh, Bailey, <laughs> Bailey and Devon, pardon me. Uh, it's not the first time, Bailey and Daly. It's not the first time that Bailey and Daly have been grouped together uh, by the house. Um, no, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, they've obviously, they're obviously working together. They talk all the time. They're a pair. Um, it's no surprise that they're on the block together. Uh, Devon makes a great argument or here that there are definitely more dangerous pairs than this one uh, in the house, but Christmas is working with those pairs. So um, exactly. unfortunately, it doesn't work out too great for uh, Bailey, even though Bailey is very yeah, convinced they're, that they're friends. Yeah, that was weird. But it, like, there are a lot more just stronger pairs, like physical wise or in the game. But I don't, I just, I've said this before, I think. Bailey and Davon just were really unbreakable. And so that is scary when you're in the game because you know how strong that is. But just be honest about that. And Christmas just taking everything for someone who, you know, betrayed somebody, she took everything so personal. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get into that. Uh, that we're gonna get into that big blow-up fight in a little bit here. Um, but um, the it looks like that whatever's going on between uh, Bailey and Christmas, um, this this divide uh, that that's caused, it does kind of work out in Devon's favor here, uh, because Devon, uh, once Devon and Bailey are going to be split up, uh, it seems that most of the people in the house, or at least the women in the house, uh, are really interested in working with Devon uh, over Bailey. Uh, they like that 
if they're split up that Devon doesn't have a higher loyalty to someone than say a Nicole or Danny. Not that I feel like the Devon's going to be super loyal to Danny moving forward. Um, but it really, it really kind of, uh, it, 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 it sets the next stage of the game in motion uh, where all of a sudden Devon yeah, is an it, asset. It opens up the possibilities for her. And what another advantage for all this is because it was so well known that Bailey was going home, she didn't have to campaign against Bailey. She didn't have to, yeah. you know, do anything that would make her look bad. And she can kind of just sit back and feel almost untouchable. Yeah, so, and it's, it's uh, yeah, that, that definitely helped her. Yeah, uh, no, it's 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 great, and all the all the dramatics that do happen this week, all the fighting and all the uh, antagonism that goes on here, really, again, it helps Devon's game. People are loving the fact that there's someone out there interested in going after Christmas, because uh, Christmas is a serious player in the game. Uh, a lot of people are working with her, but also a lot of people wouldn't mind to see her go down the stretch. Uh, so. You don't want to. You don't want to be the person to go after Christmas yourself if you can handle. If you can, uh, yeah. And I think the one result of really Christmas's week is I think her expiration date is now moved up a little bit. A little I bit. think she is in big trouble. She really blew up her game a lot, and she she didn't have to. And that's the crazy thing is you can just stay out of this drama. And it was you know our first real fight and everything, and just seeing everybody kind of watch. But she just. You can go after them, but you have to have some tact. You have to have some kind of thinking behind everything. And she just played, like, what's really funny with this All-Star season is so many people playing sloppy, and it's just another example of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it is the, it is an All-Star season. It is the, uh, it is the sloppies season. Um, we, we got, that's a, that's a, that's a fun little, fun little costume. Uh, all right. So, uh, listen, I want to talk, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we, we've been talking about it and we've been teasing it. Um, I, I want to get into, I want to get into the big fight. I want to get into the, uh, the veto competition because the veto competition was actually very interesting. A lot to unpack there. Oh yeah. Um, and we're going to do that all right after this. All right, uh, Lance, we are back and, uh, here, uh, wearing my beautiful HOH robe. Um, the same one that Christmas very was nice. wearing all week long and I wear it because I'm arrogant and I don't care who finds out that I'm on a power trip right now. Uh, I make the rules, Lance. That's, that's so unlike you, Fox. I'm surprised right now. I'm not putting you up on the block unless someone else gets taken down and then I've got to renominate and then the renominate gets blocked and then I, I, I gotta, I got, you're somewhere on the list. Anyway. Um, I'm in trouble. <laughs> let's, talk, uh, let's talk about this veto competition, Lance, um, because there are, there's a lot of interesting stuff about this veto competition. Um, first of all, this is actually the competition of the HOH competition that Christmas won in season 19 that I've been mocking her about all season long. Uh, this is yeah. the one that was thrown to her last time. Uh, not so much thrown to her this time, but just like the, uh, just like the head of household she won, she wins because other people lose. Um, she, she won maybe one or two heats there, uh, but Devon disqualifies immediately. Bailey disqualifies immediately. Ian doesn't even play the game Math because Ian, Ian's got like some kind of like, I, I mean, Ian looked like he was in bad shape. Um, yeah, that was, that was really scary. So I'm glad to hear that he's doing better and yeah. he got a towel. Yeah. Um, but I, yes, yes, he finally, presumably he finally got his towel. Uh, but there is, uh, I, I want to talk to you about, first of all, what is, what is Nicole up to? This was, this was such a shock. So I had seen the, uh, before the veto competition played out on TV, obviously we followed, uh, we followed the feeds, 
We follow Joker's updates and Hamster Watch, uh, Taryn Armstrong, all these great people who spoil everything. So we knew who won the veto and we knew that Devon won $5,000, but I didn't know that Devon immediately won $5,000 because right. Nicole handed her $5,000. What the heck is that, Lance? It's a, uh, you know, it's a little survivor move that you kind of see when you just give them something. It's just a total game move and it's so transparent. Like it's so yeah. obvious that it would 100% get on my radar, like easily. And for her to say, oh, you know, I need to keep up the tradition and everything. It's such a game move. And it's really, I mean, it, I respect it, I guess, but it's so obvious that it's just like, come on. And if you're Davon, awesome, good for her. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, right? No, no, here's the question. Like we, you and I, we do Survivor Brothers. Like you said, like this, is, this has happened multiple times in different, different shows where someone wins a prize, they give it away to someone else. And it's, it's seen as a big game move, puts a big target on the person who gives away the prizes back because it looks like they're trying to play for jury votes. But here, I didn't see any kind of blowback on, on Nicole. It just seems like the show played like heartwarming music. What a great thing Nicole is doing here. Uh, everybody loves Nicole. What a charming, great person Miss Franzel is. She's giving away $5,000. And that's almost enough to invite two people to her wedding. I was going to say, she's going to make it all back on her wedding, so she probably doesn't even, she's like, oh, you got an invite, so I'll take, you know, half of that back. Is that the, is that the con here, that Nicole gave her the $5,000 just so that she could, uh, she could show up at the wedding? I mean, Nicole's playing the long game, and she always has, so props she, to her on that. She is, she is really smart. She is really smart. Uh, she could be, she could be doing that. You, may, you do make a great point that it's weird, because usually when that happens, the next thing they cut to is somebody saying, oh, What's that all about? We didn't see any of that. So maybe that did happen. We just didn't see it. And maybe it'll pop up later. But a little concerning that they're, you know, propping her up so much like that. Yeah. Is this just a, uh, is this just like a thank you note for, uh, for Devon's vote uh, that gave Nicole 500,000? I kind of felt like that may have been like sort of involved there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely think that's, that's played a part in it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's a hey, five thousand dollars buys you an, uh, an ally. I'd keep the five grand myself, but you know, like like Devon would have. But of course. If, if that's the goal, Nicole's yeah. gonna play. She is expecting a lot of money and, soon. So, and that uh, that outfit was just awful. Like that <laughs> that one is tough. Like you can't even like get through like a door. You have to go like sideways to get through the door. <laughs> yeah, when she went when she went to vote when she was coming out of the voting room, and like Ian had to like or not Ian, um, Kevin yeah. had to like force himself up against the wall just to let her through. That was great. That was great. Um, oh, yeah. Nicole wears her punishments well. I do like the, I do like the box of sloppies. Yeah. I do think it'd be fun. Like, obviously, I'd want to know what I'm getting myself into. But I, I think it'd be fun to have, like, a, you know, a unitard for the week is too long. Yeah. But if I did it for, like, a couple hours, you know, just to just try it, could be fun. I'd love a costume punishment. That actually sounds legitimately fun right. to me um my yeah. my you know minus the as uh, long as that, it doesn't have like a 10 pound hat yes <laughs> the, the 10 pound hat is always what gets me it's like oh no yeah that one's good uh bailey's tricycle thing that's not as good that's just that's just no, an awful punishment none of those that's not that's not fun for any, anybody uh it's not yeah. even that great to watch on the feeds like just watch just have her do them do those over and over again but I guess it's a, yeah, it's a big tough. brother tradition whether it's uh amber kicking soccer goals or it's bailey riding a tricycle Someone's got to do something 500 times. Apparently that's entertaining. <laughs> it's uh, Big Brother is nothing but entertaining, Lance. Um, so uh, so <laughs> we've got Christmas. Uh, Christmas wins the, uh, the veto here. Um, as she says, it's uh, 
uh, rotten cherries in a cake, and it's your birthday because she's got to pry the veto out of Bailey's hands. Um, Christmas is really good at feeling bad this week about all the things she's done, isn't she? She doesn't like anything that she's doing. Yeah, it's like you dig your own grave, and then you don't even want to go in it. Like, what the yeah. hell's going on? Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of uh, but, uh, a lot of one thing. I one thing I did find interesting that uh, is that they really wanted Davon to win this veto and her false starting kind of throws everything off. And so it would have been really interesting to see what would have happened if Davon did win, but obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, it would have been interesting, but at the same time, I feel like one of the best things Devon has going for her game right now uh, is it's that not she's winning. not winning anything. Yeah, and that she never has. Um, there are a lot yeah. of people talking yeah, being about- being bad at math, being bad at math pays off. Yeah, there are a lot of people talking about bringing her further in the game uh, because they realize that she is not the type of person that is going to go on an, on a, a HOH run at the uh, at the at a veto yeah. run at the final final stages. We even saw it on the the actual show. Like people were saying, Bailey has a better chance, but Davon has been close in multiple competitions, so I'm not really sure where yeah. they're getting that from. Yeah, uh, she uh, again. This was this was Devon's HOH that she accidentally handed over to Christmas, uh, which is frustrating enough that this is how it turns out for her. Um, not great, not great. Um, so uh, so yeah, so it's all the power, all the power here this week is in Christmas's hands, um, and Christmas with the veto has the ability to veto uh, one of the biggest uh, biggest game drama move. I don't. I want to. It's not a game move. Uh, you tell me what this is, Lance. What the heck is going on with Tyler? What in the heck is going on with Tyler? I am so worried for, I'm so worried about him because his diary rooms are nothing like the way they used to be. It looks like he is, he is like being forced to say things. He is, what's going on? His uh, diary rooms reminded me of when we interviewed him. You know, he's just not really talking much, you know, really monotonous and everything. I love you, Tyler. Uh, come Don't back listen to Lance. Come back, come back on the show. Uh, but, you know, at first it seemed like he was just homesick. And I'm sure that plays a huge part in it. He obviously misses Angela. And he's talked about that. But, you know, it really just was white guilt. Like, mm. in the end, he felt bad that he pitted, that he felt responsible for one of the remaining Black women to go home. And it was really fascinating to watch because you don't see that really ever. And so he, him dealing with that and the just white guilt about him being manipulative and sending one of them home was just really fascinating. It's a, I mean, you, you said it there, it's a super complex, like there are so many things that are really playing here and wanting to go home is for sure part of it. Um, a lot of people wanted to go home pre-jury. If they're not going to win 500 grand, they don't want to sit around for another couple of months. And that's understandable. Yeah, like I get that. Absolutely. Um, and they showed in that montage that Tyler's missing Angela. Like I, it's, they're, they're in love. Good for them. I, it's good for them. Um, and it's, it, they, he just wants to get out of the house. Um, and it does seem like he wants to make some kind of uh, gesture and some kind of like, he seems genuine enough about it, at least to me, that he wants to, uh, what's, what's his, uh, he, he quote, uh, stand, uh, he wants to stand for something bigger. Uh, he says he's uh, standing for something greater than me. Um, not sure that that really is the best way to do it. Like it just, I mean, the whole thing just, it's, it's just, no one, He's explaining that he wants people to look up for him for doing that. No one's going to look up to you for quitting Big Brother. Like, that's the, that's the opposite of what happens when you want to quit Big Brother. That's also, like, anti-everything he's trying to do, because if he does this, he becomes the hero, you know? This isn't the Green Book and stuff. Like, 
we don't need him to become the hero for helping out a, a black person. So that it's just it's just really weird. And you know, you could tell that it's it was really weighing on him. And I don't think it was fake at all or to to get sympathy or anything. But he just didn't have a lot of thought process behind it, which I think just made it really, really weird. Yeah, and I think it's I think part of it is that he comes up with this idea uh, without fully thinking through whether or not Christmas will be on board with it, like whether or not it can actually happen. Uh, just because you want to go home, just because you want to quit, doesn't mean that you're going to be allowed to quit. And I feel like that that is exactly what it feels like happened here. It feels like Tyler wanted to quit. And a bunch of people told him that, no, you're not allowed to. And so now he's just yeah. gonna, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do it for Andrew. I don't want to $500,000 and it's gonna be moved into it. And now I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm still here. So that's- Yeah, you hope, you, you hope he snaps out of it, but it also, it, it's gonna have some game repercussions because, you know, if he looks meek, if he looks all these things that are anti-Tyler, that helps him get by. Because if people think he's already quit, why target him? If he makes it to the final two, we're talking about this again. Like, this is going to come up. Like, this, this moment where he wanted to quit the game, where he blew up his own game to try to get himself evicted, where he, he spilled everybody's secrets to each other. Um, it's, it's the messiest way to try to, to, try to leave the game. Um, and, it doesn't, and it doesn't work for him. And I don't know if, I mean, we, we're, we tape this on, on Friday. Like, I don't know if it's going to hurt him immediately in this next week. It's going to hurt him down the line, but it's not great. It's not great for his for his chances any anyway. What? It's so hard. How is he going to come back from this? I don't know if he can. Can you come back from this, Lance? I mean, he can, but can he win? I don't know. Like, I think he can come back, and I think now that he knows, like, hey, I'm going to be stuck in Jerry. Like, I might as well get back in the game. Yeah. But, but you brought up some great points. Like, if he makes it to the final two, there's so much against him, and you know. If he is in the final two with, like, say, Davon, does he just say, I don't want the money? Does he, like, do that greater good that he was talking about? Does he, do his actions follow his words? I, I, I don't know. That, that's a good question. I, I don't know that we'll get a chance to, me, to find out. To me, that's... I would love to see it. Yeah. To me, that, that would be one of the more interesting, you know, conclusions. Would I, if Devon does make it to the final two, every, all the heartbreak of the season will She's going to win. It would be worth it. It would be worth yeah. it. Hey, yeah, of course she would. She, Why wouldn't she win? She'd win. Yeah, why wouldn't she win? Yep. Um, and that's why she's never going to Which is probably, yeah, which is probably in the back of, you know, Danny's head and Nicole's head and all their heads. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess the big problem here with Tyler is that as much as he wants to leave the game, Christmas does not want him to leave the game. Christmas is so hardcore opposed to it uh, that, you know, if, if someone's going to do Tyler's dirty work, it's not going to be her uh, because Tyler is her untouchable. Um, so... Gotta gotta protect your untouchable. Never let them know. And if you're Christmas, if if you're Christmas, it's obvious move to make. Like you don't get rid of your freaking ally. And yeah. so it was a little frustrating to hear like Bay and Day kind of get angry about that because it was on the silver platter and you get your hopes up and everything. But it didn't, you know, it doesn't make sense for Christmas. Like yeah. that for as bad as she played this, it would have just been so much worse if she actually did get rid of Tyler. I will say uh, my absolute favorite Bailey moment uh, of this week is during the veto ceremony uh, where uh, she, she just, uh, she asks Christmas if uh, she can reveal who Christmas said her untouchable was. Yeah. And Christmas just says no. End nope. of ceremony. Close. It's a great moment. It's a great was moment. Great.
It's a great moment. We had just, a lot of great moments. We had a lot of a lot of the Christmas puns and stuff. Like, what, what was like? She's unwrapped. Christmas is canceled. There was there was a lot of great things. The Big Brother announcer guy had a great week. It's Christmas yeah, in September. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about Festivus. That's right. That's some next. That's season twenty-three when Festivus sent through just a house. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so yeah. So the uh, so so Tyler Tyler as as much as it's maybe it's next week maybe it's who knows but it, this is not this, that is not it is it is Devon it is Bailey on the block uh, and that that really just that leads us into our big blow up fight here uh, the uh, crown jewel perhaps of Big Brother twenty two fights. Um, there may be one worse, but Easy. I am presuming that this is probably as intense as it's going to get. Uh, and it is a, it is a three-person fight. That is rare in Big Brother, uh, where it is Christmas, and it is definitely Christmas versus, uh, uh, Bailey and Daly, right? Bailey and Devon. Yes. It starts with Christmas and Devon, uh, with Devon is explaining to Christmas why Bailey's upset. Pardon me. You're right. Uh, right. so she right. is explaining why it's, why Bailey's upset. And for some reason, this makes Christmas upset. Like Christmas gets superheated. Um, it's just like a, a flip switched with her, and it's kind of like it's kind of crazy to just see her. Like Davon's really trying to just be straight shooter, tell her what's going on. Even Bailey, when she gets in, and Christmas is just heated, and she had to calm down and everything. It's like she was instigating this whole, this whole thing, and it was a tough watch. For as much as I love seeing fights, this was a tough one. Yeah, no, this is not, this is not a good fight. This is not a, like a, like, uh, this is not a entertaining, like, uh, Taco Tuesday, that was a good fight, because you kind of didn't like Nick, and you kind of didn't like Christy, and seeing them go against each other, that was great, uh, but this one's no good, this right. one's no good, because it's just nasty, it's just nasty, and it seems like a lot of the nastiness is coming from Christmas, the Christmas side. It seems like in most of these scenarios, Bailey wants to walk away, uh, Devon wants to walk away, they, they both, they both kind of like okay, like I'm. We, we just need to leave the situation. Um, even uh, even when Christmas walks away, way, Christmas walks away in the most aggressive way, like clapping at Bailey, um, like telling her like what a great game she's playing. Like it just it's so incredibly aggressive, um, and that like leads and, and to that discussion point about like how Devon and Bailey realize they can't be aggressive back. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're just watching, you know, really American, like a microcosm in there, which is kind of what Big Brother is, right? Where you have this white person just talking down to them, and then they can't really, they are so worried about how they're going to be perceived that they, it like paralyzes them and stuff. And it's just so frustrating to see Davon just out there when she knows this person is treating her like this, and she can't really do anything about it because of how she'll be viewed. And it's, that's what was really the ugly part. Yeah, uh, when when Kevin and Bailey were talking about it afterwards, uh, it was kind of pointed out that this is this is a very it's a very Karen moment uh, for for oh, Christmas. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, and it is yeah, and it is Christmas is going to lock her door at night. Don't you worry. After the first fight, after the second fight, we get a third fight because Christmas just can't leave well enough alone. Devon and Bailey are walking away. She and Christmas says, "Here we like here we go again. Like here we go." It's like, well, yeah. If you want to start it, here we go. So here we go. Exactly. Like, what is she going to accomplish from that? And it's like, yeah, the clapping of the hands, being aggressive, and getting in everyone's face. It's just such a bad look. And for somebody who is so loyal and all this stuff, like she is just on so many people's radars now. And 
it just blew up her game, rightfully so. Well, that's the game that. So you, I want to point that. I want to bring that up because you said you know Christmas is Christmas thinks she's playing this great loyal game where like she wants to show fans that there's a different way to play Big Brother that you can do it with integrity and respect and all this good stuff. And the problem that she finds herself in is that she got too close to Bailey. Like Bailey thought that they had something going. They didn't have something going. And so Bailey felt super, super betrayed. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the same storylines happened before where one person brings another person in too close. Uh, it's, it's a fraud. Like their, their relationship isn't really as solid as they think it is. And then when someone goes home, someone gets upset. Yeah. And all Bailey was doing was just giving Christmas the ammunition she needed. Once she said the untouchable thing, that gives her the excuse to do all that stuff. And then it's all about getting the least amount of blood on your hands. But she got a lot on her hands after the fight. But having that excuse tried to, made it easier for her. And she just can't, like, it's, you know, it's the HOH-itis, you know, the power got to her head and she thinks she should be holding court. You know, people, people should be coming up to her and kissing the ring. And it's not how it works. Yeah. Uh, do you think the, uh, do you think the show did a, a good job of, of, of showing you what happened there? Like, I know that there was a lot of concern, like, after the fact where, uh, like, people in the house uh, were, were talking about, like, how this might be portrayed on TV. Like, do, does it seem accurate to you? I do think so. Like, one thing while I was watching that kind of struck me was how long it was. And they didn't mm -hmm. really cut between stuff. So they kind of gave you everything, which I which I thought was good. So I feel like I got a lot of it. I would have liked to see more of the aftermath, I guess, mm -hmm. but it's, I mean, we'll probably see that more on the next episode. But uh, like, I like that you saw the Ian thing. So you have a little bit of levity in there. And then you have like Kevin trying to diffuse the situation, like, hey, maybe just go to the HOH room. So I feel like you got a lot of people's perspectives too. And then, like I said, it was a long version of it. So I, I feel pretty good about how I saw it. Yeah, it seems like it does. Uh, it seems like the entire the entire thing seems to do damage, mainly to Christmas's game. Uh, I think right. um, you know it's not a it's not an unrecoverable uh, mistake or HOH here, but not great, not great. Um, you made yourself just, some like I said, it, it it ups your expiration date, and yeah. now like when certain alliances start cannibalizing, she can easily be the first one gone. Yeah, someone had to take the first shot. She took the first shot, and she's gonna pay for it. Um, that's how big and what I works. think is really funny is what I think is really funny is she, Christmas really got manipulated by Danny and Nicole. They planted the seeds about yep. going after them. Obviously, Tyler was in that part of that too, but Danny and Nicole really were the ones in charge of that, and they really just weaponized Christmas, which is kind yeah. of a funny sentence. Weaponizing <laughs> Christmas from from a war on Christmas to weaponizing Christmas. Twenty twenty is yeah. a, a weird year. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's great, kind of been great weaponized point. already. Yeah, no, great, great point. Uh, yeah, Danny, and, and they were worried about that last year. Danny's, uh, Danny's a farmer. She's planting seeds all over the place. And this is indeed a seed. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we move on to the head of household competition and what's going to happen this coming week, uh, I want to go back and I want to talk briefly about that basement competition. So the powers didn't come into play this week, uh, this past week of Christmas's HOH. They may come into play the future week, uh, this coming week or the week after. Uh, each of them are, uh, power is good for three weeks. So uh, if it's not last week, if it's not this week, it's got to be next week. That's the three. Um, so we might see something happen That's there. Good math. Yeah. So the, uh, you done so, well in the competition. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could totally count to 13. Um, I, I feel like I, 
I feel like that is, they are not good at math. That is not, they did not seem like that is their stronger oh, point. They're reality stars. There's so. no reason, Devon didn't need to false start that. She, she would have been the first person to know yeah. it was 13 anyway. Um, anyway, uh, what did you think, what do you think about this basement competition, Lance? Uh, I thought we got, you know, David's greatest moment, his one triumph. He actually did something in the house, which yep. is kind of nice. Uh, I, I thought, you know, it was a fun, it was fun. You know, I, there wasn't really too much depth to it or anything. I kind of thought it was funny that Dave Vaughn's strategy was just to kind of block it until <laughs> something happened. It's like, you Bad still have strategy. to go find the piece and everything. But, uh, you know, I thought it was interesting. I definitely, you know, we talked about uh, in the last episode, some powers are better than others. But, you know, this whole week we could get the perfect storm. Good. So that could be really, really interesting. You could. Uh, so let's, let's, just, uh, let's just go over it real quick. So there are three powers. There are three winners here, right? So uh, David is the first person who wins. He wins the disruptor power. So that is basically a pocket veto for David to use at any time. Um, he's got to use it after the initial nominations. Uh, he can veto one of the nominations, uh, presumably if Does it's- Does it do like hmm? at the like, nomination ceremony? That part I'm not. Like that part I'm not. That like part that? I'm not entirely clear on. Um, I so with Christmas's power, I know that Christmas needs to use her power at the nomination ceremony, like when it is happening live. So my guess would be, like, if I was designing this, that uh, that David's gonna need to stand up, and David's gonna like like just say like, no, that's not that's not gonna happen. It's gonna come down. Right. Maybe that's at the ceremony. Thinking. Maybe after. Um, but um, it it. If he, if he, he's going to save it for himself, it, it's, right? It's just, yeah, of course, it's just yeah. more dramatic if you do it at the ceremony because usually it ends like someone's sad, you get your the boring little speech, but if someone stands up and says no, like that's dramatic. You don't see that. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would, uh, you know, it's, it's also, I mean, it'd be great for David, just to show that David's like not just someone who is just totally out of his league. With, like he can win a thing. Oh, yeah. He can win a thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, I also think this is going to give him like irrational confidence. And I think David with irrational confidence in the house is going to be really, really fun. So I'm very into that. Lance, he's got plenty of that already. This is not, <laughs> he doesn't need more. I, that's what, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, if he, if he gets this and he'd say he wins like an HOH, it's going to be so fun. The cup of ego already spilleth over. It's, you don't need to add more. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's, it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll be a good, it'll be a good moment. Cause, uh, David, David's in enough trouble that this thing could wind up getting used. Um, Danny is the second person to win. Danny wins the replay, uh, which is just that the, uh, outgoing HOH can play in the next HOH competition. Um, Danny thinks it's a terrible power. It might, might come in handy. It might, but it's, I mean, she's, she's right. Like it's a, it is a long shot power. It is, it is something that really only works if you are lucky enough to be the first two time in a row Big Brother HOH winner. Um, so first of all, to even use it, you got to win once. And then to use it successfully, you got to win twice. And that's like a yeah, one in a thousand shot. And the payoff just isn't that great. Yeah. If Cody had it, like Cody could maybe, Cody could maybe make something work of it. But I don't think Danny is yeah. the right person to make, make that like it, super cash in on it, that. It was meant for... It was meant for like a Janelle or a Caser if they were able to make it this long. It's meant mm -hmm. for them. But it's yeah. such a, yeah, like you said, it's, it's so low probability that it happens that it's like, what's the point? Yeah. And our, uh, our, third, our third power here goes to Christmas. Uh, Christmas gets the blocker power. 
Um, and the blocker power is basically a veto of the veto, uh, where Christmas can stop a, uh, the, a certain person from being named as a replacement nominee. Um, and uh, again, um, that's something that she can use on herself or use on another person. Presumably she'll want to save, save a teaser on herself, but maybe she'll want to use it on her untouchable. We'll see. Yeah, we will see yeah. when we know who our untouchable is. So, so yes, we do. So those, if, are the, uh, those, are, those are the three powers. Also, yeah, also Nicole loses her pants. That's good. That's a good moment. Enjoy that was that. great. And I love that she just like broadcasted it to everybody. <laughs> like, I don't have my pants on. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just want to, hey, everybody, just so you know, I'm not wearing pants anymore. I mean, I, I definitely broadcast it, but I, I think after the third time I'd stop. There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of grabbing going on in the dark. So I feel like if you're missing your pants, you just want to put that warning out there. Uh, you don't want people to find that's that fair. out just from the touch. So I think that's a good, yeah. That is good. All right. So, okay. So uh, let's, 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 uh, let's wrap this week up. I want to, I want to go, I want to go and talk into the spoilers. Uh, so if you'll join me, Lance, uh, you and me, we'll, we'll do the, uh, we'll do the um, uh, Thelma and Louise 2 thing, hop in a car, ride right off into, uh, right off a cliff into week six. And we're going to do that all right after this. Lance, we are back. Uh, quick question for you, Lance, before we get into this week's spoilers. Has Julie Chen Moonves ever seen Thelma and Louise? Uh, no. No. Was Absolutely that, not. was, uh, was, was that, was that Julie's most awkward moment of the season? Or, or is there... I I th is that is that worse than Busy I, Phillips? I, I think Busy Phillips is is the weirdest, mm -hmm. um, but that one that one's up there. I just uh, every episode she has something new, and it's honestly I'm into it because I need a little spice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's a uh, oh hey here's a thirty year here's a thirty Hi, year old. You got your dog Walter. Hey Walter. Um, 30, 30, oh, it's Walter. See what you're missing if you're not looking on YouTube. You're missing Walter, uh, adorable dog. His, his big floppy um, ears were burning. Yeah, uh, 30, uh, 30 year old spoiler, uh, Thelma and Louise die at the end. So maybe not a great, maybe not a great thing to suggest to the two people sitting in the nomination chair, just saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I hopefully like, has she seen Romeo and Juliet? You know, like. <laughs> I heard they all live in the end, you know? Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I cannot wait to see. I can't wait to see what comes from, from Julia's mouth next. Uh, but let's talk, about the, let's talk about this HUH competition, Lance. Uh, I, am, I am ready to spoil the, uh, spoil the heck out of this thing. Um, so we are, we're about to go on a power trip, Lance, uh, an endurance HUH competition. Um, very excited to see an endurance competition, finally. Uh, a competition David has a shot to win here. Um, who can, Christmas is out, so we know it's not going to be her. She, she could totally have yeah. won this. An endurance competition, while there's fires everywhere, and just the air quality is terrible. Just a perfect timing, right? Well, let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Like, in the last couple episodes, I mentioned that, like, I am close enough to the Big Brother house, and I don't want to hear this wall yelling. Well, I am also looking out my window right now, and it is beige out. Like, the, like the, sky, like the sky is, it looks like I am looking through a pair of, like, sunglasses out in the sky it smells like it smells like a lovely fire because that's what's going on there are a lot of fires around here mm -hmm. um it's not air quality not so good not so good not good yeah and so you put them on a wall where they have to just breathe it in for hours for hours tough, yeah tough scene 
Yeah. Um, and throw it, throw in the fact that some of them are in real rough shape. I mean, Memphis is practically broken already. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but spoiler alert, Memphis yeah, is not the first one off. Grandpa. The spoiler, he is not the first one off. He actually lasts uh, wow. long enough to escape uh, being a have-not uh, for the week. Uh, wow. Yeah, um, it, is, uh, it is unfortunately by the time the CBS website came back up online and I was able to check out the, uh, the, the live uh, live competition play out on the live feeds. Uh, Devon was already out. It's like, well, great. Well, that's mm. great. Like that's who that's who I wanted to say when, and it wasn't her. Um, and then just keeping up the uh, the look of just being terrible at these competitions. So good for her, I guess. All strategy. Yeah, yeah. And then in that unfortunate Big Brother way, uh, we kind of wind up down to the end, and it's a battle between people we don't want to see win HOH and. Uh, uh, the winner of the, well, maybe not. I, this, this could actually be an entertaining week because the winner of the HOH competition this week is Danny. Bum, 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 bum. It's Danny. Ooh, Danny. Um, which, is, uh, which is very interesting. First of all, because Danny is a huge target herself. There are a lot of people in this house who want, who want to cut Danny. Um, and if you're a Devon fan, that's good news too because Danny recently uh, got into a pseudo alliance with Devon. Um, a lot of people are going around uh, right now in the house. Uh, Christmas is going around right now, saying like, "Whatever you do, we can't, we can't put up, we can't put up Devon." And everyone's on the same point. Everyone's on the same page of that it cannot be Devon. Uh, so it does not look well, like Devon. I mean, I guess Tyler isn't the only one experiencing white guilt. Yeah, um, I think last week, after what happened last week, it. I think everyone could use a break from that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's yeah. good. So let's get rid of David. Yeah, so yes. So instead of putting Devon up on the block, uh, it looks like our first two serious, uh, serious consideration nominees here for Danny are uh, David and Kevin. And he, it, it, Kevin is the pawn here. But David is not really the target. The target seems to be we kind of want to backdoor Tyler, um, which puts together just like, like we were talking about before the break, Lance, this could be the perfect storm scenario. Before we even reach the point where Danny's got to make a nomination, we could wind up having all three powers used, run after another all this week. Uh, I, fingers crossed that that, fingers crossed that that actually happens, right? Like that's, that's like your yeah. best case Big Brother scenario, right? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Flush them all out. I want to see everything played. I just want entertainment and, you know, this adds a ton of strategy, but it's also like, it almost kind of feels like that uh, in Survivor when Sari went home without any votes, like there's so many people that just could like be safe out of this, yeah. that it's almost like, damn, like the fourth target goes home. Yeah, so before, before we get into what actually happens here, I just want to run down the scenarios because they are, like this is, this is the stuff that like Big Brother uh, fans geek out over, right? So, so here's how it could happen, right? So if the initial nominations are David and Kevin, Obviously, David's not going to want to stay on the block if he can't help it, right? So he's going to take himself off the block. Now, uh, Danny's got to choose someone as a replacement. Now, if she chooses Tyler as a replacement, then we've probably stopped this all three thing from happening uh, because for Christmas to use her power, she's got to do it at the veto ceremony, like after a veto. This is like a fake veto. This, uh, this one doesn't quite count. So she can't, she can't block this one. Um, however, if the plan that Danny wants to follow through on is to backdoor Tyler, Christmas could definitely stop that from happening. And she might, she very right. well might, um, because there's one week left to go to use this thing. Um, you gotta say like, do I save it for myself next week or do I protect my untouchable? Um, so that could happen. 
the question is, who gets nominated instead of Tyler if David immediately comes down? Uh, that's the one piece of the puzzle that you need to make the entire thing happen. And then, of course, if Danny's HOH, Danny's going to use the replay next week because why wouldn't you use it on yourself? So that one's that one I think is for sure in the back. So that, that those are the three. And I, I think. Well, knowing the the nominations, I think two are definitely happening. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so okay. So let's well let's let's just get right into it, Lance. Let's let's, let's say what's actually happening. Right? Bill. Let's let's spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, there's a lot of uncertainty because we record on Friday afternoons and we have recorded, we're recording right now. What is happening live for us is that Danny has just nominated Kevin and David. Uh, obviously, this nomination will not stay. Uh, I think there's a 0% chance that David keeps himself off the block. Um, but 100% um, Danny wants to make sure that, uh, that it is Kevin who stays this week. So um, it would be a gigantic blunder for David to not use it on himself. And as terrible as David is as big, at Big Brother, I don't think he's that terrible. Like, I think he's rational enough to use it, right? No, I don't think he's that bad. I mean, there's obviously a scenario where he kind of pulls an Eric from Survivor and kind of plays himself. And it's like, oh, maybe, you know, I can survive this week, but then I still have next week, which would be honestly like the cherry on top of his big brother experience legendarily so kind of bad that, but yeah. yes and it, he would just go down as you're right and just in the good sense but i just i mean i don't see that happening but yeah. at, at this point there's so many if tyler isn't the target is it ian well that's a good question so so it may have been in the past um but maybe it's not now so one thing that we didn't talk about uh, in the non-spoiler section, it's not really a spoiler, uh, but it does involve live feeds. Um, there's a lot of controversy this past week uh, about Ian. And we've discussed already, the show has uh, discussed, uh, Ian has autism. Uh, and there've been some discussion in the house about that. Uh, now, uh, I, won't, uh, I won't give all the exact quotes. If you wanna go and look it all up on the internet, you can. Uh, but uh, Danny, Nicole, and Memphis were having a talk. Uh, Memphis, certainly the most aggressive about his anti-Ian comments, uh, but Danny says that uh, Ian's uh, rocking back and forth makes her nervous. Uh, Nicole kind of agrees, and it blows up on the internet, obviously, like uh, TMZ's covering this, uh, people are talking about it, uh, Caser's talking about it, everyone's upset. It seems like if you watch the, like the following day, like all of a sudden there's a new conversation about Ian and how much they respect Ian and like how I don't see Ian that way. And it sure seems like someone stepped in and had a talk with them about like, hey, don't talk about Ian like that. Um, and now it seems that Ian, who might have been a top tier target had that not happened, all of a sudden now, if Danny's thinking like, uh-oh, the outside world is looking at me and what I said about Ian last week, all of a sudden, like, you can't, she can't put Ian on block. Like, she can't do it. Like, and I think that's why Ian yeah, is it's, safe. It's almost, yeah, it's almost kind of like how they don't want to nominate Day and everything. They just, <laughs> it's just guilty for how terrible some of these people are. And, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, I saw the video and them laughing about it. It's just, there, it's garbage. So, no room for that, and it's, you know, they all deserve what they're getting, you know? The, the actual options are very limited, and Danny said that herself when she was talking with Christmas, that there, there are only so many ways she can go with this, because there are only so many people outside her alliance. 
And if it's not Devon uh, and it's not going to be Ian, there aren't, an, there aren't a lot of other options here. Um, so I, I would not be surprised if Tyler does wind up finding himself as an early backdoor. Um, I, maybe you don't yeah, want to do that. Maybe I, you do. If, if he's legitimately interested in leaving the game, he's not going to fight for it anyway. So it's like, that's why, why, like, don't worry about that. Yeah, I, I don't think he wants to be the first person in the jury now. So he, maybe he fights a little harder. <laughs> but, you know, it's Danny's in an interesting spot because as her nominations are now, it's a safe week. She's taking a layup right now with the chance of having a, a huge target. And so it will be really interesting if she really does want to go after a big target, does she target an Enzo? Does she target a Cody? Maybe maybe some real big player if she doesn't want to, you know, go easy or if everything kind of gets messed up. Yeah, I, I think her hand is really going to be forced to go after Tyler here. Um, I, yeah. I, I, would yeah. be, I would be surprised if it turned out differently, but maybe it will because uh, it could, it could yeah. go so many different ways. And if you really do want to hold a... a hold out hope for a back door i mean maybe you can find a pawn somewhere another pawn not that like kevin kevin does a great job of that on his own being a pawn but uh, yeah. if you can find yeah. someone else that's great give kevin a break yeah. out every and then if christmas if chris if christmas does save tyler i think it just becomes super fascinating just how the house splits at that point and just yeah. everything that happens yeah um some people are talking that like now it's people don't like being fake pleasant to everyone and they won't mind having some lines drawn. So maybe we're finally at that point where we get some lines drawn. Um, we'll see. Well, this is what we were, we were talking about. It just kind of sped up the process a little bit with, you know, things happening, which that's reality TV. Those things happen. Not everything goes according to the plan. So I'm glad it's sped up, but we always talked about once jury hits, it's going to really turn into the game. And that's pretty much what's happening. Yeah. And I think you've also kind of gotten to the point where, uh, the majority six-person alliance has won virtually everything so far, um, and I mean, Yawn. really, I mean, they're just they're just they're just rolling along, and and when you do that, like, you get comfortable, and like, why not just say it? like, yeah, we're running the show, we're running the show, and you can't stop yeah. us because yeah. you haven't won anything, and you never well, will. And that's what's like, I know, dumbfounding to a lot of the people in power. It's like, why is Tyler doing this when you? I mean, we're cakewalking to the end, pretty much. Yeah, he was in such a good spot, and then he, he throws it all away. He throws it all all away for a pre-jury exit that doesn't happen. Weird, right? Anyway, all weird. stars, man. This is all stars. Yeah, all sloppy. <laughs> that is why. That is why sloppies is the official cereal. It is a sloppy, sloppy season. <laughs> um, yep, that's I, right. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there there's plenty of places for it to go. Like this is actually like I wish last week wasn't so tense and controversial because there were interesting game moves that are finally happening and this game is actually getting going now. Um, and yeah. I mean let's 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 see some let's see some real Big Brother action because I don't want to see any more unanimous votes out there. Like I want to see some real. The unanimous stuff is so boring, especially when you have this whole argument about oh, modern or modern Big Brother is so much better than old school Big Brother. It's like I mean, we're getting nine zero votes. Come on. <laughs> so do, do do nothing at the end till Cody wins. What the heck? That is this? I know it's terrible. Yeah. All terrible. right. Well, well. I, li I like I like I like Cody with the uh, the beard coming in and everything. It looked pretty good with, on him. You know, Cody may not be a fan favorite, but Cody is a handsome gentleman. 
It's the it's a it's a New Jersey look. It's a New Jersey. So must and, be. Yeah. It's it's why him and Enzo are the big sex symbols in the house. <laughs> yeah, the Jersey. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey, <laughs> wherever it goes, wherever this this sloppy mess of a game goes, we'll be back here next week to talk about it, and we hope you will too. Uh, if you like what you've heard here, uh, please give us a subscribe on your favorite podcasting app, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere you'll find good podcasts, you'll find ours. Also please try to check us out on the Facebook and the YouTube platforms. We, do, we, we appear on both now uh, and we have our own- Drop the the, just go with Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook? The Facebook, no? That's right. No? Is that just a, that's just the- Now if you want to make a billion dollars. I've learned that that's the old person thing that I do. I, I add the to things. I was talking about the TikTok yesterday. It's no good. It's no good. It makes me look like a senior citizen. That definitely makes you sound old. It's the yeah. TikToks. The kids, the kids these days on the TikToks. You know, We're not on the TikToks. At least you We're, know our show's TikTok too long is. for that. Our show's too long. Yeah. Um, Split it up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, good Lord, please follow us. We're desperate. Uh, and if we're super desperate, uh, and if you want to help out our desperation, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app, wherever that is. Uh, five stars. We love it. Uh, leave a comment too. Um, even even the even the non-positive ones get read. Um, we should um, read them on air. Yeah. Uh, awkward. Awkward was uh, the, the feedback from last week. So congratulations, oh, Lance. Cool. I mean, it's just, me. I think it was me. Like, I, I think they're talking about me being awkward, but maybe you two. You could be awkward together. Hi, right. yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So yeah, uh, we'll see. <laughs> so yeah, leave us a review and uh, we'll see you all back here next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.